Welcome to Nach Daily with Eve Perk 22. This begins the third round of debates between Eve and his friends. We still have two unanswered questions of Tzadik Veralo and Russia Vitovlo. Why do the righteous suffer and the wicked prosper? The Malbim explains that Eliphaz comes up with a new response to these questions. Hashem purposely does not usually reward the righteous or punish the wicked in this world per se because he wants us to serve him for his own sake and not for reward and punishment. If people would be rewarded in this world, their motivation for serving God would only be to attain more reward. The Malbim explains that when you serve God for a reward, you're just serving yourself. We're supposed to keep the mitzvahs for their own sake to fulfill the word of the Creator. Hashem doesn't want our behavior to be motivated by reward and punishment. It goes without saying that if we would be immediately punished or rewarded every time we did something good or bad, we would cease to have free choice. God thus proposedly hides his providence to allow for free choice and reward and punishment. The ability to deny divine providence is built into the world so that we can say that the world is static and there's no hashkacha pratis. Hashem hid himself to weed out who's really serving him with truth, sincerity, and honesty versus who's not. The Malbim continues to explain that this bolsters Eliphaz's initial assertion that the righteous will receive reward in the world to come, while the Rishayim will be punished there. With this, Eliphaz seems to reestablish himself over Eve. In verse 2, it asks, Can a man be a benefit to God? The man of insight benefits himself. Eliphaz questions the value of receiving an immediate reward. Serving God for reward and punishment is like serving oneself. This is something I often wonder about. Why do they primarily teach Sharva Onish, reward and punishment, to kids in school? Although it's true, it's the lowest form of serving God. In fact, it's a selfish way of serving Hashem. We're supposed to do mitzvahs and keep the Torah because that's what God wants. We have the ability to serve him. What can be better than that? Aliphaz in verse 5 proceeds to tell Eeyah that he's not as innocent as he thinks. Your wickedness is great and there's no limit to your sins. In verses 11 through 21, Aliphaz tells Eeyah that he is mistaken in how he believes the world works. The Mabim explains that Eeyah saw the wicked thriving, which led him to believe that the world must be bad. Eeyah was judging divine providence by the same standards used to judge the humans around him. This is incorrect because God does not operate in this same way that people do. Aliphaz shows how in a certain ways Hashem allowed the people of the generation of the flood to receive goodness although they were acting directly against him. He uses this to show and demonstrate that Hashem doesn't necessarily punish the wicked right away. In verse 21 through the end of the parak, Aliphaz explains the value of serving Hashem L'Shem Shemayim for the sake of God alone. Then it's actually enjoyable and delightful. Torah no longer looks like a burden and God no longer seems scary. You're able to delight in him, face him in prayer, and he will be your fortress. May we merit serving God like a servant who does not serve his master for reward. Stay tuned to the next episode of Nach Daily for EO's response. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.